Welcome to Europhile. I'm Catherine Rory. And I'm Kate Walker. Kate, Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Kat. <laughs> Hi. I'm good. How are you? How was your week? Very good. You know, since our last episode came mm-hmm. out, the James Bond vibe has been strong. <laughs> Yes. The theme songs over and over again. Oh, okay. We, we watched Casino Royale, and uh-huh. tonight I want to watch the next one, which is what? Yeah, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Let's do that. It's the sad one, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Well, we'll just do Popcorn Dinner and... <laughs> popcorn Dinner movie. Quantum of Solace. Javier Bardem, here for it. He's the best bad guy. He's the fun one. But, been... oh my God. Oh, wait. Other what? than that, I got a job, everyone. Yes. <laughs> So like, now she's done. She's an Angelino. <laughs> yes, I'm officially going to stay. She starts work tomorrow. Time to get some furniture and a car and like be a real life human once again. Yeah. It's been a year since I've worked, people. I'm very excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be an adjustment, but it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's going to be good. It'll be great. How are you doing, Kate? What's up? I'm good. My dear friend, Taylor, came. Mm-hmm. We had all sorts of vaccinated fun. Yes, uh, we going did. Going out to dinner <laughs> and going to the beach. We went to Malibu. We went and had delicious pasta at Felix. I talked about it last week. We have been going to Air One, getting lots of snacks. <laughs> lots And doing of all of the LA things. Mm-hmm. And... That's been, been a fun. good time. Mm-hmm. And so Taylor is someone who has introduced me kind of to TikTok. Oh, right. <laughs> so, so last night I I what was I was in Deep Cat. I was really in Deep Okay. Into and what? I somehow found hot boy German TikTokers. And now I'm, I was, I'm like, they're probably 16. Like, I I don't know. No, I don't know. But I'm like, I will be grossed out if they're 16. Too hot. That is so good. What a random, what are they they fucking feeding them over there? Schnitzel? Do I need to eat schnitzel now? What is happening? Wait, what do they look like? Are they like buff? Are they blonde? Like, what's the vibe? Are they... They're like... Oh, God. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> it's like the TikToker haircut. Like, the... the Fade? Like, Faded the on the side? Tie on the side. And then, like, a floof. Yeah. Yes. And where it can be I love curly how it's, like, kind like... of 90s boy hair yes. is kind of... It's coming 90s back. 90s dream boy. 90s yes. Leonardo DiCaprio kind of... I mean, whatever. I don't know what <laughs> is going on. And I was deep in it. And I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> we need to go down every country's hotboard TikTok. It's, like oh, next, yeah. I vote Spain. I bet Ooh, that's okay. going to be good. Fun. Yeah. Right? And then I'll actually be able to Hand. understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, but yeah. So I'll I'll post a video. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. We need to see. <laughs> okay. Good. We'll do it. I don't know. Well... <laughs> I'm excited to look. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, do you mind if I dive into oh, yes, let's our topic <laughs> So we are going to Greece this week. Yes. And yes, we are sis. talking about Greek soprano Maria Callas yes. and her life. Oh, yeah. fun. Okay, yes. fun. Okay. So clearly... Chic. Yes, I didn't know a thing about her. Clearly, you know who she is. I do know. 
great okay. nose. She is gorgeous. Amazing nose. Amazing nose, amazing mouth, beautiful mm-hmm. big eyes. I was like, mm-hmm. she is gorgeous like and Greek striking. Jackie O. Yes. Kind of. Yes. Long well, hair, though. That is I know. a I know. really good I've, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same era. Same come. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's dive in. She had a pretty tragic life actually so i don't i don't want to say that this is a downer because it's not but like she lived through some sad things and i'm not quite sure if she ever found happiness to be honest um but nonetheless an amazing person okay lived an amazing life so Mm -hmm. let's give her a voice you know okay Oh. Especially because I don't know much about her. And I was like, she was huge. So, yes. so famous the world yes. over. And I was like, yeah. how is this someone I that I don't Maria know anything Callis about? playlist on Spotify. Oh, my God. Okay, good. Yeah. Great. So, she was born Maria Anna Cecilia Sophia Kellogaropoulos. Mm-hmm. Oh, Great name. Amazing. It was shortened to Callis, her last name, because mm-hmm. the, her parents moved to New York with her older sister mm. and she was born in New York actually mm-hmm. to two Greek immigrants. Oh, so she's like Greek American. Okay. Yes. She is a Sagittarius. <gasps> fire okay. Ooh, born fire December second, nineteen twenty three. And her repertoire ranged from classical operas to Bel Canto. Like her range was just like okay. amazing. I don't know we what got- that is. I mean, I, I barely dip my toes in. Okay. So just okay. don't ask me opera questions. She's got range. All yes. right. That's all we need to know. Wagner, she did it. Puccini, Puccini. she did it. Yes. Verdi, she did uh-huh. it. Bellini did it. Everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she was hailed as La Divina. Oh, just, yes, she is. She has she a, quite Divina. a few nicknames, okay. and they're all good. Okay. So I'll let you know when they come along. Okay. Dozens of books have been written about her. Huge personality. Oh, Oh, okay. Her father had a pharmacy in Greece. It wasn't very Mm -hmm. successful, so he and his wife and his eldest daughter moved to New York, where she was born, and she loved American popular music. She loved Cole Porter, Sinatra. Yes. She loved, like, Mexican romance songs and, like, would belt them as a little her, like, little, little, little girl. She loved the movies, and she particularly loved westerns so like drama i think she was big into drama Mm -hmm. her mother who is a shady character in her life Mm -hmm. kind of forced her into music lessons at age five seeing that she had a gift Mm -hmm. and when maria was 13 her mother left her father and in 37 maria her sister and her mom moved back to athens oh they were living in poverty Oh, essentially yeah a shame and maria was shy and introverted and she wore like drab baggy clothes mm-hmm. and like was overweight which is something i'll talk about like okay her, people were just kind of awful to her about it okay her mother would the dress, pictures that i've seen she's she's 60s yes yeah yes. so her mother would dress her in these dark drab dresses and then her sister was always looking gorgeous Mm. oh like everyone thought that her sister was the pretty one oh really okay and callus resented her mother who according to like letters that had been have been found recently i read this is from a 
um, an article that I found that came out relatively recently. Her mother worked as a sex worker during the war and tried to pimp this is the article saying tried to pimp out her own daughter to nazi soldiers so like that's the kind of mother we're talking here okay and she her mother would tell would sell stories to the press about maria oh no and would like like Meghan markle's dad awful 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 mom and like would blackmail maria to keep her mouth shut would guilt Ooh, Maria for not giving her bitch. her money. I know. Just like awful. I wonder what sign her mom was. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, it's okay. Just a bitch. Up, but, like yeah. a bad person. Yeah. Uh, anyway, when she was like a, a young girl in Athens, her mother sends her to her, this musical conservatory. You know, everyone had to comment on her weight. I mean, this mm. is 1939, so maybe, it, you know, it's probably more of a you're thing. You're only going to get a husband if you're skinny yep and so in a documentary i watched one of the quotes that someone said was she was fat tall dark-haired girl with beautiful eyes and great self-assurance judging by her appearance i didn't think she'd be able to sing but when she opened her mouth my own mouth fell open and her teacher hidalgo was (gasps) transfixed so like she can command a room you know and she Mm -hmm. was like in it immediately she's like i'm gonna be the best i'm never gonna stop amazing within six months mastered everything every aria okay and have you listened since yeah researching her okay yeah in the documentary that i watched which i'll Uh put in the show notes they did a a lot of it was just like little clips of her singing i was like this is amazing yeah and she was just a model student and her heart and soul was in it so like that's the one good thing her mother could have done for her but Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna give the mom any credit here you know she was the one doing all the work yeah Mm -hmm. and after some student appearances she began she'd get getting like secondary roles and then her first leading role was in 1942 Mm -hmm. and it was the opera tosca 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 couldn't tell you and then following her early performances in this opera, people started calling her the God-given. Oh, yes. She okay. is God-given. Okay. Amazing. Her first success in an opera was Tiefland, and she was 21 years old at the time. I've never heard of that. No, I don't know that one either. Mm-hmm. I only know, you know, the ones that everyone knows. Like, I'm not a yeah. big opera fanatic. I've never okay. really looked into it. Okay. But... People loved her because her voice was so expressive. It wasn't necessarily the prettiest. She's not. Yeah, I feel like her voice is very unique. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. She, someone was, I like the documentary a lot because they like were her friends and people who knew her. And she was like, mm-hmm. she had big eyes, big mouth, big bust, big teeth, big personality. Like everything about <gasps> her was just like... Fun. Yes. I feel like that's so like Sagittarius, like yeah, just larger than life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like the nurse Mary Seacole. Yes, kind of the same. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, good job. Mm-hmm. I did not remember that she was a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is funny. Like her friend, who didn't care, you know, what Maria looked like, said um, that she would eat off of everyone's plates at dinner and would always order ice cream for dessert oh my god <laughs> like gusto for life yes exactly yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cute. so obviously now she's in greece she's becoming hugely popular and it was only a matter of time before she was invited to sing in an opera in italy okay 
So in 1947, like with a or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She was in La Giconda. Oh, and, okay. And Serafin was the conductor. He was the most famous conductor of the time, and mm-hmm. he called her um, La Grande Vocaccia, which means big, <gasps> ugly voice. And he oh. loved her. He loved her. <laughs> big, oh my ugly God. voice. Cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, uh, mean but cute. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was like their humor with each other, you yeah. know? There was nothing but adoration on yeah. his side. Okay, great. <laughs> and at this time, they were filming Roman Holiday in Italy, and mm. she announced that she wanted to be as thin as Audrey Hepburn. Oh so my God, <laughs> she yeah. announced it? Yes, she was like, everyone, like, I'm going to do this. Hot girl and summer. Here we go. <laughs> In the following year, she lost 80 pounds, which is insane. Insane. That's not healthy. I know. I don't know how she did it. Cabbage soup. Probably. Lemon water. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you lose a lot of weight, you have skin, Skin. like baggy skin. Mm -hmm. So then she had to deal with that, and she was really insecure about that. And she would do gymnastics and massages to, like, get this tight tight skin. Uh And she remained self-conscious about her ankles and feet. And it took a lot of convincing for her to do Carmen later on in life because she had to dance in that opera and show her ankles. And she was like, not about that. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But now she is getting glam. Okay. She gets married in 1949 Mm -hmm. to Giovanni Battista Meneghini. And in the documentary... Um, someone said that, like her mother, he saw in her a chance for a destiny of his own. Oh, ew. Yeah. Okay. So he is was a really wealthy guy. Get your guy. own life, loser. I know, I know. This just sucks. Okay. You know, his money provided the support she needed to, like, really launch her career. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make her elegant, like, full of style, yeah. glamorous, okay. have amazing clothes, be beautiful. Mm-hmm. A new Maria would emerge from this marriage, essentially. Okay. Like, she loses a ton of weight. She becomes super glam. Her eyeliner mm-hmm. was always incredible. On point. Buffon. Gorgeous. Yes. Beautiful. Her, every clip, clothes. I was like, this eyeliner is unreal. <laughs> The whole, I was like, this We've is just We've been talking gorgeous. about eyeliner, and we're like, we need to yes. get it together. Yeah, like, I need really. to learn how to do... <laughs> I don't even care about makeup. I just want to know about eye, like, yes. just that specific... The finesse. Uh, yes, exactly. Chiseled. And <laughs> it was debated how good the relationship was. Because, like, some people are saying, like, he gave her confidence, which she needed. Like, there mm-hmm. are letters between them that are full of love. Oh, and she had to go to Buenos Aires for work and she cried because she didn't want to leave him because I think that like he kind of replaced her father. He replaced like her security. It was just like more of like daddy issue type of thing, you know, like I think she just saw he just became like an amalgamation of like her security and never seen that before. Yep. (laughs) Fucking men, I swear to God. And then, so they would eventually divorce. And then I'll I'll tell you about her next love affair in a little bit. Mm, But she 
told, confided in her assistant that my husband is still pestering me after having robbed me of more than half my money by putting everything in his name since we were married. Yeah. I was a fool to trust him. Yeah. So, like, you know, what was amazing at first, his real character showed mm-hmm. and took her money and they divorced. Yeah. By this time, she is getting super famous and she hates it. She hates the fame. Oh, interesting. She just, okay. like, wants to have a normal, beautiful life and a partner mm-hmm. who she loves. And, like, she takes Go her to career. Italy in the summer. Go yep. to Greece in the summer. And, like, she takes her career really seriously, but she's like, yeah. Maria the artist is killing it. Maria the woman. Yeah. There's some work that needs to be done uh, here. And she's just struggling. All, you know? I know. Yeah. I know. So she's one of the most famous women in the world. And mm-hmm. it's, like, all work and no play. She's, like, burning out, I think. Oh, okay. Maria herself, she's, like, wants fulfillment outside of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, she was still married in 1957. She and her husband would divorce two years later. She meets Aristotle Onassis. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Piece of a man shit. with a good garbage man. sunglasses, but That's garbage. all there is. Yeah, he okay. is awful. Okay. Awful to her. And awful to Jackie O. He was like, I can't remember. And stuff. Oh, ew. Ew. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, uh-huh. yeah. He looked great. Those sunglasses, he looked great. Okay. Inside, garbage. Okay. So they fall in love and they get together after her divorce. Okay. And dating Maria made him more mm-hmm. famous and respectable than he sure, was yeah, yeah. because he was like, obviously a shipping magnet he very was wealthy, wealthy yeah. but mm-hmm. never really accepted in society mm-hmm. until he starts dating maria and journalists mm-hmm. and paparazzi would be hounding her while she was still married about like mm-hmm. onassis and like she was just like i hate all of this so much and yeah someone from life magazine flew to greece to interview her and she was like nah i'm not meeting with you like she just really soured against journalists yeah. and everything because they okay. were like hounding her Mm-hmm. You know, she could have, she was wealthy. She could have anything she wanted, but like mm-hmm. all she wanted Beautiful. really was like yeah. a loving relationship. This is Audrey Hepburn's life. Yes, isn't it? Yeah. It's awful. These amazing yeah. women who are just ugh. unlucky in love. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is the first person that she thought gave her that. Like she was obsessed with Aristotle. Okay. But, you know, they've been together. They were together for a while, and she starts to get bored with, you know, society and just dating a rich guy. So she wants to go and get back into work. Mm -hmm. So in 19, um, in this early 60s, she was in Tosca again in Mm -hmm. Covent Garden. And during rehearsal one day, her wig caught on fire no and this is according to new york times article Mm -hmm. still singing she dabbed at the blaze with one hand mr goby her co-star helped Mm -hmm. pat out the flames miss callis sang on under her charred wig wow wow literally never stops like wow how can you be so cool he in the documentary i feel like i need to go home i need to go home yeah i'm done i'm done for the day (laughs) <laughs> in the documentary, he explained like seeing smoke coming out of, and then she was still singing, and then he just walked uh-huh. over to her and like tried to like pat it out, pat it out, and like uh-huh. she never stopped. <gasps> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, queen. And this opera was a huge success. Greek goddess. 
Okay. And she returns to New York in triumph. And Good. they showed footage of people waiting for tickets to see her opera. Mm. People were in line for four days to yeah. get tickets. I mean, I get it. I feel yeah. like she's like the, this is not the same thing. But she's like the Adele of yes. like, like where you're like, I need to see her. That is like a bucket list thing before I yes. die. Yes. And no yeah. matter who you are, you like Maria. You, can appreciate you it. like Adele. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was, I thought about that too when I was, yeah. I was like, who now is like fits that the bill? Equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like Beyonce. I don't know. Just like she's like a bucket list person yes, who you're like, absolutely. I need to see her. Yes. Once. So finally now she's like, great, I have this amazing relationship. My career is booming. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to fall apart again. And oh God. Okay. people think that she might have had schizophrenia. So oh, this starts to settle in. Okay. And she, there was an attempted suicide, which okay. I don't know anything Already. about really. It was okay. like glazed over. And uh-huh. then people believe that she might have had an abortion um, of a okay. child's with Aristotle, too. Okay. So sad, very, very sad yeah. things going on behind the scenes. And they never got married. He never gave her any money, no jewels, nothing. Mm-hmm. And her friend said that she was treated like a servant in his home, like walked all over Ooh. her. And she was running out of her money herself. Can you imagine dating someone for years and, like, not giving them gifts, not giving them... Like, that's just so weird. So creepy. I don't... Yeah. She invested her money in a huge cargo boat with him that sunk. The ship sunk. Why? Oh, my God. She has... that. If that's not a fucking sign to run, Maria... I know. I I do not know what is. That is literally God calling you and being like... This relationship is on the bottom yes. of the Aegean. Yes. You need to get the fuck out of yes. here. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> also, he's so wealthy. He doesn't need her money. Yeah. You what a leech. shit for taking it. Yes. Yeah. And giving her nothing in return yeah. other than using her, taking her money, and then dumping her. And okay. she found out on the 6 p.m. news that he married Jackie Kennedy. Isn't yeah. that oh my disgusting? God, right. I remember this. Yes. So this was in 1968, and she never yeah. got over it. Yeah, I. Would she be didn't. She didn't too. hate Jackie. She was like no, very yeah, gracious. She was like shit. I never met Jackie, but I'm was. She was furious yeah. with him for yeah. marrying her because <gasps> he let her think until the very end that they were going to be together. Just disgusting behavior. And like, okay. did Jackie know about this? I like to think that she didn't because what kind of woman would want to do that? I you know I that's, don't, it's I just don't a know, hell, yeah. horribly sad thing. I feel like she w- too was like under his spell. Yeah, he definitely was yeah. a charmer. Yeah, probably made you feel like you're the only person in the room. Only person in the room. Insane. I mean, yeah. he must have had some narcissistic tendencies going on or something. I don't think he had a nice life either. Really, like personal life. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. well makes sense maybe another time we'll talk about it yeah Mm. and so like basically their relationship was just like passion and that was it like they had nothing in common which is like i can you know you go you can become crazy like you get blinded if you're everything is so passionate that's never happened to me (laughs) (laughs) 
you oh, can oh my god i'm sorry a nail in the coffin of him being uh-huh. disgusting he okay. would show up Wasn't... at her house in the middle of the night while he was married banging on her no. door no and no he would no. call her every morning from his honeymoon with jackie no disgusting that makes me sick my jaw is open so my this is jaw- a very no, wait well, there's another really crazy. awful thing. Okay. <laughs> there is disturbing information that came out from a diary of one of her close friends oh, God, detailing okay. how he drugged Maria, basically, Are you kidding me? like date rape. So, like, that was happening. And despite all of this, she was so in love with she him. She was an abuser. Yes. And she was. And she was groomed in it. Yeah. Right? Has to oh, be. Poor honey. I know, okay. I know. And she just wanted love yeah. so bad and wanted to love so badly. It's yeah. just awful. So I think she turned this into like caring so much for all of her friends, especially like her young female friends. Her friend was in the documentary and she was like, I would mm. wake up to a call from her at 3 a.m. to three questions. One, were you sleeping? Sorry, I woke you. Two, how was Mr whoever it is you're dating right now. Yeah. And three, like, get rid of him. I don't like him. <laughs> like, that oh. was like, she's up at three in the morning thinking about her thinking friends. Thinking about this stuff. And, like, how she wants everyone to just, like, mm-hmm. have a perfect life and everyone to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so I think after this breakup, this horrible thing, she was like, I need mm-hmm. a new identity here. So okay. she'd always depended on other people. Like, her yeah, awful yeah. mother, her first uh-huh. jackass of a husband... And then uh-huh. Onassis, and now she's like, this is going to be my own thing. So she was in a movie. She directed oh. an opera production. What? Yeah, what she movie? was in a movie called Medea, and she played oh. Medea. It's like a g- Greek, Greek thing. Okay. Yeah. And then she was teaching at Juilliard. Oh, uh, imagine. I know, I know. Being able Having to say, I studied to... under Maria. Yeah. <gasps> La Divina. La Divina herself, the God-given, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the grande vocaccia. <laughs> Um, and none of this fulfilled her so she was like I'm gonna go back to work and she staged she was in a few like joint recitals in Europe the US Mm -hmm. South Korea and Japan with Mm. tenor Giuseppe Di Stefano who they'd worked together in the past okay and critically it was a musical disaster because their voices just weren't the same but it was still oh an gosh. enormous success because people sure, worshipped them. Yeah, you want to see her. Yes. Yeah. And audiences just were like mm-hmm. dying to see these two together again. Mm-hmm. And sadly, towards the end of her life, she becomes more and more of a recluse. And mm-hmm. she was living in Paris. And she would just like didn't want to see people. People would call her. People would try to reach out. And she was just like... No, her maid would answer the phone and be like, no, she's busy. Like, Madame's getting her nails done. Madame's, oh, okay. you know, what making up excuses. Okay. And people, I, I keep talking about this documentary, but they were just like, you know, you're the most successful person in your field, but with lo- without love and passion of what yeah. is life. Empty. And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. she, she was just like, success means nothing to me when there isn't love. And yeah. so she I was... I mean, Amen. Exactly. And I was like, oh, yeah. I need to like, like sit with that for a little while. Yeah, you know, you I get know. so caught up and like, mm-hmm. and she was taking medications that were damaging her brain and then she would forget to take them. Or like, she was like, did I take them? So she'd take more. And it was oh, just like a downward spiral. Okay. And she was, very, she was like never relaxed, felt very tormented. 
And the day before she passed away, her friend saw her and said she was looking very, very beautiful and very magical. Mm. And then she died the next day in 1977 in Paris at 53 years old of a heart attack. And she was cremated and her ashes were scattered over the Aegean Sea off the coast of Greece, according to her wish. And her friend, the last thing I'll say of her was Mm -hmm. what her friend said of her and that her life was love. I was like, oh, Maria. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the tragic Mm. story of Maria Callas, who just loved love and was so talented. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard her version of Oh Mio Bambino, which I don't know if you know that song. It's like a very short Okay. I feel like it's like a Puccini or something. And it's in like a lot of contemporary films. It's not like very highbrow or anything. But I was like, wow, this. Yeah. She is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She is. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of clips of her and I was like, God. Yeah. Okay. I need to watch. (laughs) And she's so beautiful. Just like her presence is, it's shocking. Gorgeous. I feel like she's a good person. If you have a large nose and you're feeling like a little self-conscious, look yeah. at her mm-hmm. and Barbara Streisand and be like, don't yes. fucking touch it. Yeah. Don't touch it. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's amazing. Mm. She just cared oh, yeah. so much. Funny. Yeah. So, we'll yeah. listen to her today mm-hmm. in her honor. Yes. Everyone, please do. And oh, look at the photos we posted for her on Instagram because yes. you'll be blown away Chic. if you have never Elegant. seen her before. Mm-hmm. Goddess. Absolutely. Goddess. All right. Can I get into my mini topic? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to talk about the evil eye. Ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Do you know anything about it? I mean, yes, I think so. But okay. please teach me more because okay. I don't want to speak out of turn. <laughs> sure. So... The evil eye, or Mati, Mm -hmm. is a curse given by one person to another by a way of a spiteful or bitter look. (gasps) Ooh, by a look. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So it happens to the person receiving the look, and it's negative energy such as like jealousy, anger, or hostility. Okay. Mm. So what does the evil eye do? Tell me. If you get the evil eye on you or if you experience its symptoms okay (laughs) if you will you might experience a bad headache weakness stress (gasps) tension feeling the need to sleep brain fog negativity or just bad luck (gasps) you might have the evil eye oh my god that's good so if you are experiencing these symptoms without any other explanation there are a few ways to find (laughs) out okay if the evil eye is upon you, okay, <laughs> you can like ward off it from the beginning by wearing an evil eye pendant. You can okay. wear it on a necklace, you can wear it on a bracelet, your earrings. Okay. And this practice of wearing the evil eye dates back to the 6th century. Oh my god. And the evil eye is like the charm is normally blue. Mm-hmm. And it's because the one belief is that the eye is blue because light-colored eyes are not common throughout the Mediterranean and oh. therefore more likely to curse you. 
Oh, ooh, scary. So, Kate, ooh. don't give me the evil eye. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've been given a mati or the evil eye, you have to perform a zima tiasma, which oh. is the undoing of the <gasps> okay. evil eye. It depends on what region you're from in Greece, but okay. here are just like a few yeah. examples of this. Okay, good. You can say, Holy Virgin, Our Lady, if cat is suffering of the evil eye, release her of it. And you repeat that three times, and then you go... (laughs) (laughs) You spit. You spit. (laughs) And then you also do a... The sign of the cross. Okay. And if you start yawning profusely, then... That's a sign that you have the evil eye. <gasps> That's me um, all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. uh. So also another way that you can find out if you have the evil eye on you is an oil and water check. Okay. So Or test. You know, normally oil and water, mm-hmm. you know, separate. So normally olive oil floats in water. And if it drops... <gasps> You, uh, you got the evil eye, girl, and we need to get it out. Yes. <laughs> Son of the cross. <laughs> if you do two drops of olive oil into a glass of water and they remain separated, you, you're okay. But if, oh, they, bust, if bust. they go together, no, you got the evil uh, eye and we need to do something. Okay. <laughs> and then a third one is you put a plate full of water and the heal- healer places three or nine drops of oil if the oil becomes larger and eventually dissolves in the water there's oh you have you you have the evil eye okay Mm -mm. the first drops are the most important and the number of drops that dissolve in water indicate the strength of the evil eye so if they do nine drops and they dissolve girl get a fucking exorcism you're fucked i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and this dates back to like antiquity in ancient greece it appears Hmm. in like ancient writings in the poetry of virgil wow and even plutarch evil eye isn't just doesn't exist in greece it exists in like africa west asia latin america it's all over but this is you know like the blue eye that we like see and think of of greece yeah is Mm. still very prevalent to greek culture okay why not just wear a little evil eye and just ward it off? Couldn't agree more. In the beginning. So these practices have to be... So say you're in a Greek family. So these practices of zimatiasma, or like the undoing of the yes. evil eye, is passed down between alternating genders. So like your, grand, like your grandpa would teach it to you. Oh. Or like if you had a brother, your grandma would teach it to oh. your brother. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah. And so you can pin evil eye beads to children's clothing. That's like another oh. thing if they don't wear jewelry. Mm-hmm. Or Greek brides have a tradition of hiding scissors <gasps> as a protection. Oh, my God. So. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Fun. So, wait, what What can you yeah. do to get an evil eye? You just piss someone off someone, for any someone reason? Someone could be jealous of you. You, you, <gasps> don't, you don't have to know. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Someone could, like, just side eye you and you got it i honestly want to be the caster of this (laughs) (laughs) like someone cuts me off yeah i'll I'll jab them i want to evil eye everyone who parks in los angeles (laughs) like screw the middle finger yeah yeah (laughs) 
hex them yeah. with the I evil know. eye. That's good. I know. Yeah. But yeah. So, and that I is love the that. story Thank of you. the evil eye or the mati. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Great mm-hmm. mini topic. That was fantastic. That was fun. <laughs> Um, do you have a recommendation oh, this week? Yes, I do. Good. So I was thinking about how my nukes is running low. You know, here we love our nukes. Yes. But I was Ooh, like, do yes, I get yes, another yes. nukes or do I get another favorite, which is the Caudalie Divine Oil? Oh, oh my God. It smells so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is my recommendation this week because Great it's been a while rack. since I've had it and mm-hmm. it... They're not kidding. It's divine, everyone. It's just another gorgeous body oil. It has a little bit more scent than the Nukes, but Which it is I like. very yeah. luxurious. Sexy. Yes, mm-hmm. it is a top-notch mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Everyone, try it out. I agree. Kate, what do you have for me? I'm going to talk about someone who we adore on Instagram. <gasps> Tell me. And we just talked about her today. but oh, um, Like every day? <laughs> every day, every day. One of our favorite, she's like an influencer. She's cute. Um, Matilda Dürf. She's uh, Swedish. Our dear friend Matilda. Literally cottage core goddess. Yeah, absolutely. I love her. We love She's her. She's so cute. Amazing so sweet. 70s hair. Adorable. Cutest dog. Yes. Cutest she dog. She goes into the Swedish countryside. Cutest clothes. She bakes. I love her. Little cakes. Let's she be, bakes little rolls. She eats I know. biscuits with Butter and cheese. Oh my god, I we know. love her so much. Adorable. She's absolutely wonderful. And just seems Adorable. like such a treasure. I know. She seems so Let's be sweet. Friends. Matilda, yeah. call me. Okay. We love you. Come um. to LA. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, so should I end with oh my god. word of the day? Yeah, what do you have? It's going to be Sihi. Sihi. And that means soul. Oh. So Sihi is psyche but it which like derives it's also a greek derivative Mm -hmm. and it's connected to psyche the heroine of the myth of cupid and psyche okay in which two lovers must overcome a series of obstacles standing in their way of their union you know okay classic story romeo and julia Mm -hmm. and this story has been interpreted as sort of like this allegory for the soul redeeming itself through love oh oh my god Beautiful. Yeah. Maria was full of sihi. Sihi. So much sihi. Mm-hmm. So much. <laughs> well, that was perfect. What a lovely, what a lovely word and story behind it. Mm. I think, is that all we have this week? I guess I so. I think so. Okay. I think that's it. Everyone go listen to Maria. Thank you, Kate. Mm-hmm. Go hex people with the evil eye only if they deserve it side eye okay yeah it's powerful be careful how you wield it yes yeah (laughs) and let us know how it goes yeah Mm -hmm. and everyone thanks everyone for listening we'll talk to you next week ciao